0: asking for help. And I know that that kind of brings about a little bit of fear of like, oh, these people are really busy. They're probably not going to get back to me. And it's like, okay, well, the worst thing is that they don't get back to you. And the amazing thing is that they do. And most of them do because they are willing to help. (laughs) Yeah, Everyone is out there and you remember what you went through. So people are just so excited, you know, when you reach, when you reach out in a great way, in a positive way, hey, this is what I'm doing do you mind sharing x and most people will really are there to help and they love helping others
1: hello hello welcome to fan show i am your host diana lopez and you just heard a glimpse of my conversation with laura gonzalez who is a realtor based in san diego and who is serving all of Southern california in this conversation we talked about mindset and when is the perfect time to buy a house Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. How are you? Thank you so much, Deanna, for having me. I am doing great. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Well, before we jumped into your entrepreneurial journey, tell us a little bit about what you do, uh, just you know, pretty short, and about
0: your latest online course. Yeah, of course. Um, so again, my name is Laura Gonzalez. I am a real estate agent and co-founder of With Purpose Realty based here in San Diego, California. And then my latest online course is a course um, on the Udemy platform and it's for first-time home buyers. So we take you through the process of home buying, some of the things that you want to keep in mind, and really just everything about how to make you a confident buyer and avoid um, some mistakes that can be very costly.
1: Where were you when I bought my first house in California? <laughs> oh my god! I, I it, seriously, I mean, I if there was something like this available at that time, it would have saved me. And it actually, it took me a year to buy that house. So wow! Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, this could have like fast tracked me, you know.
0: <laughs> well, the good thing is that now it's there, and we can share it with more people right? that yes. we care about.
1: Yes, I love that you built this. And I love that you, you know, adapted to these like, crazy times. And I think that's wonderful. You know, I think a lot of people can learn from that. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Like, why did you create it? And how are you managing your business through these uncertain times.
0: Through these uncertain times. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um. Yeah, I'd love to share. So I guess I'll start out by saying that one of the things that my co-founder and I really, really love is connecting with people, right? So a big part of what we did as a team, we put together events, and we there were home buying events for specifically for first-time home buyers that need that education, that need that guidance. And what we did was we wanted to bring them to a space that was you know, very low pressure, just very casual, um, where they could just be, you know, open to asking those questions um, that they have about the home buying process. It is, uh, It can be a very intimidating process. So we we were there for them to guide them and, um, you know, have a casual conversation with them. So we would pick or select a, a brewery or Um, you know, just a nice flow bar around San Diego. And then we would put together an event and invite people from that area. And we would have about anywhere from, you know, 10, 15, 20 people come. And then we will have a first time home buyer seminar. And those were really great. It was really how we met a lot of our clients. And it was a low, no pressure type of um, event. But, you know, after that session, they were very happy with the education, with the guidance that they received. And, you know, I want to say, you know, 70% of the people that were there were ready to take on the next step, which was more a one-to-one meeting. So when COVID happened, of course, that was a little bit difficult uh, (laughs) to put together because, you know, as you know, events um, are not anything that we can do right now, um, and bringing people together in that space obviously became, you know, very close to impossible, if not impossible. So we said, okay, what can we do to continue to spread the word, to continue to spread the the message and the importance of um, education when it comes to home buying, you know, now that we're not able to meet with people like that in, you know, in the events So we said, hey, let's just put all of that, you know, all of our knowledge, all of our resources together and put them on a platform and created this e-learning course um, on Udemy, which is the first time homebuyer course that we've had. I I think, you know, uh, it's been under two months that we launched and we have um, 200 students um, that have taken the course or are taking the course. And we are now the highest um, rated course for home buying on Udemy.
1: Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. And I love what you did. It's just so smart. And you just took action immediately. You know, it's impressive to see how you evolved, because I saw you, you know, on that journey through making the events. And then once this happened, like immediately you took action and evolved, adapted and transformed those events instead of like doing the same course that everybody does, instead of translate it into online events, you actually made a course Mm -hmm. because it's, you can
0: help more people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Your business as well.
0: Yeah. Believe it or not, we were, you know, it was more of like, okay, what can we do? So, you know, now that we cannot meet in person, but if we really think about it, what we're doing is we're just expanding uh, the way that we can, you know connect with people now um, not only are people in California taking our course but people from all around the U.S. are taking our course of course um, really? home buying, yeah impressive. it's 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 been you know quite fascinating to see it because you know obviously the home buying process it can be very different in other states but the core of you know the activities that you do or that you have to go through when you're buying a home they tend to be you know sort of similar so the fact that we have some people from other states just taking it because they want to have a, a reference or foundation, you know, it's it makes us very happy. And from there they contact us and then we have a, a big network with other realtors around the, the US and we can connect them with, you know, a realtor, a realtor based on where they are. So
1: wow, I yeah. am impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So before we go a little bit more you know, talk a little bit more about like your offerings, let's go a little bit deeper into your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, what was your last job, and how did you jump into being an entrepreneur? Yes.
0: Yeah, so my very last job before joining the real estate world, I was a business development manager for a a British company that also has a base here in the U.S. Um, and it's a tech company that sold, you know, hardware and software to count people. So it's very interesting data for cities and for retailers, because they want to understand the movement of people, how many people are coming through specific areas. Um, so it's very interesting. I'm, I'm a, I am love, love data. Um, I love making informed decisions with data. Um, so it was something that really excited me. And I had the opportunity to travel all around North America, um, you know, sharing about the product and about the, the usefulness of the data. So um, I really, really loved you know, being part of that company and everything that I learned. Um, I would say so I was there for about two years. And um, all while you know, I was working full time with them. I was also working part time with my co founder, who's um, Rabbi Luchi, who's also my, uh, my fiance, so my life partner as well. So while I was working full time for the British tech company, um, you know, on the weekend, I was dedicating some of that time to help build the real estate business. And, you know, as time went on, it it was very important to me to, you know, spend more time in the real estate business and kind of transition from the corporate world to, um, you know, that entrepreneurial world, that was always something that interested me. Um, So I think what I did there was, you know, Continue to develop myself in the corporate world, or working for somebody else, um, and gained a lot of skills there, and had a you know a great time working for that company and for that team. Um, but then it it came to a point where you know I I made that decision where I I wanted to be full full-time real estate and becoming an entrepreneur. So it was scary and there were a lot of fears, um, there, like, you know, <laughs> like, they're always, like, yeah, like everything. Um, but ultimately it was, the, it was the the right decision and very, very happy. Um, I made that move.
1: And I'm curious, what made you
0: choose that career?
1: Uh,
0: real estate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, as I mentioned, my business partner was already um, doing real estate and I was helping him on the side on the weekends. And the more um, I really got to learn about the space and the more I really got to interact with some of um, his clients and understand, uh, you know, kind of the process that they went through and how big of a financial decision and life decision it was to purchase a home or sell a home Um, it really got me excited to be part of that. Um, I think it was very gratifying. And it was it felt I had a sense of, you know, I was able to help people um, in a, you know, kind of bigger way. Um, You know, my previous job was also great, but that was more of a a business to business sales. And I don't know, I kind of fell in love with interacting with people, you know, that needed help through something that's so important in their lives. And it was something that I enjoyed teaching them about or guiding them in that process. And it got me very excited. And then when we, you know, when we got to the, hey, now this is your home, it it was just such a gratifying feeling that made me happier. Um, And it was something that um, I just couldn't not do.
1: (laughs) I see. And could you tell us a little bit more about like the name with purpose? Realty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the other thing, you know, to, to add on to your question about why it was also I wanted to have more control about how I could impact not only my clients, but also my community where I'm where I live. And with Purpose Realty, uh, you know, started with the mindset of, okay, everything that we do in real estate it the way that we interact with our clients, the way that we take them through the process is so intentional. It has a lot of purpose. It, you know, we don't just say, hey, client, take this course because it's because you should. No, we, we really take our clients through the process and they understand exactly why they're doing every single thing and how that's going to impact their process and make their process more enjoyable and seamless. So to us, it was like, okay, we have everything that we do with our clients has a purpose as well as our community impact because we're all about education, but also giving back to our community um, was a big part of what we wanted to do. So, you know, when we work with anybody, whether we're helping them buy or sell their home, um, part of our commission, we dedicate to help um, and youth homelessness here in San Diego. So we partner with a, with an organization called urban street angels. And from our commission, we donate part of that, um, so that we can take, you know, young kids off the streets and provide them with housing, job training, education, medical visits, um, you know, and things like that so that they can become a contributing member of society.
1: Wow. I, that is lovely and i Thank really you. appreciate that yeah you know i i think that is wonderful work uh to give back to urban street angels i i, I didn't i didn't know about the that organization before so i think that's really really lovely
0: yeah yeah they're in um, downtown san diego area and we we've loved partnering with them and really believe in what they do so makes us very happy we can impact the community in that way
1: i love your journey <laughs> <laughs> And you talked a little bit about uh, mindset. So I would love to share with our listeners a little bit about uh, what did you do to change your mindset, you know, like Mm -hmm. specific actions, like some, was it books? Was it a mentorship? How did you change it? And how do you continue to invest in your mindset right now?
0: Yes. So obviously, there's a lot of things that go into mindset. uh, But to me, mindset is everything. So I guess if I were to kind of share some of the top things that I did to kind of help my mindset when I was going from, you know, the corporate world and transitioning to uh, the entrepreneurial world, which is what I really wanted and excited me um, like I mentioned, there were a lot of fears. Um, and I think something that really, really helped me was to really kind of have a vision and visualize what I wanted that journey. I didn't have to necessarily have all the answers. But you know, if I had a vision of, you know, seeing myself happy, um, and gra- feeling gratified for the work that I was doing the way that I would be able to help our clients the way that I would be able to help my community, just visualizing that really gave me, um, you know, a lot of confidence and empower me to kind of break through those fears and take risks. So that helped me a lot surrounding myself with the right people. So I was lucky enough that my business partner was already in the real estate world and um, having him as a kind of guide and mentor, peer-to-peer mentor, um, to ask him questions about his experience, things that, um, you know, he enjoyed, things that were maybe um, a little bit more of challenges, um, you know, that was very helpful as well. But, you know, networking and meeting people in that industry that have, you know, either started recently or have been in the industry for many years was also key for me. So talking to people now we have, you know, um, everything at our fingertips with social media and with, just being able to connect with anybody really so people asking for help and I know that that kind of brings about a little bit of fear of like oh these people are really busy they're probably not gonna get back to me and it's like okay well the worst thing is that they don't get back to you and the amazing thing is that they do and most of them do because they are willing to help (laughs) yeah everyone is out there and you remember what you went through so people are just so excited you know when you reach when you reach out in a great way in a positive way Hey, this is what I'm doing. Do you mind sharing X? And most people will really are there to help and they love helping others. So, um, that was good. And that helped with mindset a lot because I, you know, they were able to share real life experiences. Um, and then I would say, um, preparing myself financially to take on an entrepreneurial risk was, was important because, um, you know, it's, I'm not saying that you have to wait till you save up, you know, all these millions of dollars, but yes. Yes. Uh, no waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be right. Cause you're going to be waiting for a very long time or forever. Or it's never going to happen and it's just going to discourage you. Right. But, um, kind of preparing yourself financially for challenges or obstacles that may come about at the beginning, Um, was important. So I made sure that, you know, I had, uh, you know, savings that, you know, if for the first few months, things didn't go, or didn't happen as fast that they as I thought they would happen, then I would have that sort of financial security. So I didn't feel like I needed to quit my dream so quickly, or that um, I didn't feel, you know, so pressured, or, you know, I didn't have any negative feelings around my, my transition. And then lastly, I would say prioritize you know mental health and physical health so you can have vitality and you can have resilience around that big change that you're making um, is so important so I think when people go from you know potentially corporate world to become an entrepreneur and then now they have to do all these things kind of you you don't prioritize your mental health and your physical health you don't, <laughs> think, <laughs> you don't think you need to take breaks you don't think you need to have time for yourself because you're just trying to figure everything out out at once, right? So that, sleep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is huge. So um, you know, I think that was more because I had talked to so many other people that gave me their advice. I'm like, please, you need to continue to prioritize your mental and physical health because that's what's going to give you the energy that you're going that basically it's going to be required of you to make such a change. Um, So I always, you know, made sure that that was priority. And maybe it's not like a everyday thing, I'm going to do a workout and all of that. But if I could do at least some meditation and get my mental health there and take time off when I needed to, um, I always made sure that I did that. Um, And still learning through it. But yeah, those would be kind of the top things that helped me with with mindset and continue to help me with mindset. I love that
1: you talked about mental health, uh, because normally a lot of people don't take that into, or they just don't put it at the top of -hmm. the list. Mm -hmm. And it is important because you're not going to show up as your best self. Um, Exactly. And the excitement that you had at the beginning after doing so much, you know, putting into hustle, hustle, which is like now not Mm -hmm. a good thing. No, (laughs) no, don't do it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And the excitement you had at the beginning, uh, then it just turns into you being you being exhausted the whole time, and not bringing uh, that initial joy, mm-hmm. and that you did when you started your you know project or business or side hustle. And I love that you talked about money. Yeah, this is a, a perfect segue into money, money, money. So we (laughs) we want our listeners to become financially savvy. Mm -hmm. And we want to know uh, how are the ways that you generate income at the moment? And do you plan to add more streams in the near future?
0: Yes. Um, Okay, that's a very good question. And I'm by no means any expert. I actually have, have been learning from a lot of people that um, inspired me um, and that have done very well financially. And, and I think that's been kind of what's kept me you know, intrigued about it. I would say that as far as income streams right now, my main one is um, obviously real estate. What we are in the process of is having real estate investment. Um, so we are in the process of acquiring um, other properties that we could you know, rent out and have that, that income as well. So that is coming very soon. Um, so that is the core of it. Um, not super diversified. Yes. And the course, the online course. Yeah. The the (laughs) online course, of course. Yeah. The online course, Uh, you know, to us, that one is more of like, it's, it's, it's not anything huge right now. Um, but yeah, it could turn into that. So that is, that is income. Yes, you are correct. Um, I would say, Obviously, the majority of the income is coming from the clients and, you know, in the future, it would be the investment, uh, the real estate investment and then the course as well. Yes, we do um, also invest, you know, in the real estate market. And that's, you know, some profit, um, a little bit of profit, nothing that we can, you know, kind of count on for too too much right now. Um, But yeah, so that is. Those are the main income sources.
1: Good. And I love that you have very big plans for the future, as you should. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes. So you say you also are doing investments. Is that something new as well? That you just like started doing? How did you learn how to do it? Uh, So people just know a little bit of here and there.
0: Yeah, so it is something new that we are taking on and basically so we have already purchased our first property as of a year ago and so that was our first investment. So now what we want to do is we want to purchase um other property Uh, that will be, it's obviously going to be our primary residence, it's going to be for investment purposes. So we would um, rent those out, or we would um, Airbnb those places to um, gain that extra income, it'll most likely be renting it. And we're still deciding um, a couple of locations. So they don't necessarily need to be here in San Diego, California. Um, There's different places in the United States where we would like to invest. Um, And it's just because it makes more sense uh, finding Financially, As far as, you know, price points and the actual um, rent rate that we could charge for these places. So still kind of in the, the initial stages, but um, happy that we are in the financial position now to, to explore that. Yes. And yes, of course, California is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord,
1: we pay the sunshine tax.
0: Yes, we do. So, I mean, it, it's expensive and we, we have a really big, big problem or crisis, I, I would call it, of not enough homes um, up for sale and many, 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 many buyers um, waiting, basically, for, for homes to go.
1: Yes. And for this is a good, a good moment to talk about uh, what is happening right now. And the I know this must be one of the main questions that you get all of the time. And people, I know people are curious, so I don't want to end the podcast before we talk about this a little bit. So how is the market right now? Mm -hmm. Is it
0: a good time to buy? <laughs> um, I love that question because my answer is always the same. Uh, the best time to buy a house is when you can afford it. And there's a lot that goes into that. but basically, when the interest rate is right for you and you can afford that monthly payment and you're not going to be house poor, then that's the best time to buy a house for you, right? In general, as a market, what is happening is, you know, a lot of unprecedented things are happening. Um, obviously, we have to think about the global pandemic that we're experiencing and how that affects the economy as a whole. Um, specifically for the real estate market, um, interest rates right now are at all times, low. So historic low interest rates, which what that does is they increase um, purchasing power for people and basically make monthly payments more affordable. So when interest rates are very low, the buyer pool increases because more people are, in fact, able to afford homes um, because they qualify because that interest rate is lower. Um, Now, with that, what's happening in the San Diego market specifically is that we only have about five weeks of inventory. So there's only about if nothing happened and everything stayed as it is and no homes came on, no, no more homes came on the market. Basically, we will get through the, the whole inventory of homes in five weeks which is crazy. A normal, yeah, a normal (laughs) neutral. Yeah, (laughs) I know a normal neutral market. It's an inventory of about six months. Now San Diego is highly competitive. So you're gonna it's more of like an inventory of, you know, uh, three months, four months, that's kind of neutral, or or that's a little bit healthier. Um, So yes, there is a crisis where there aren't enough homes for sale, which is um, kind of, you know, Uh, exciting but also scary so for sellers out there what's happening is the people that are have their homes up for sale are getting many offers so a seller can get anywhere from 10 to 30 offers on their home and most of the times and I'm gonna dare to say right now always they're getting over list price so just last week we submitted you know offers and half of our offers, some of them, those sellers were getting 50,000 over 80,000 over what they were asking. Um, Because you have all these buyers just wanting to buy property because the interest rates are so low and you can afford more home. Um, So for sellers out there that are considering selling, this is a great time to sell because you would get Top dollar, basically, and for buyers out there, um, out there, it's also a great time to buy because interest rates are so low. And um, I, you know, last year, basically, last year they were a whole one percent. Higher than what they are now, um, which equates to saving a lot, a lot of money over the 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 life of your your loan. So I know it sounds crazy that that we say, hey, this is a win win for buyers and sellers. But I hope that that makes sense. what I just explained of why it's a win win for buyers and sellers. Um, sellers again are getting top dollar and they're getting multiple multiple offers for their homes, and then buyers have the the advantage of um, super low interest rates that are making it um, more affordable for them. Wow. Uh, why did I not keep that house? (laughs) i know right we've been living here for a year um you know i said that we just bought our house a year ago and we're like hmm should we consider selling and we're like no way (laughs) we love it here we just moved a year ago like it's not you know it's just not the time because we literally just moved here um but i would say if anybody has been considering selling um whether because they need to move out of state or they want to downsize or whatever it is the reason um this is the best time. And then for buyers that, you know, have been living or have been stuck in an apartment or a very small place throughout quarantine, they probably are getting a little bit fed up with that. And they're like, Hey, I'm thinking I kind of want to buy in the next few months where now it's a really good time because of those interest rates. Wow. Good to know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I know this is, this will help a lot of people. And yeah, I, I love. I've learned so much, and I am. I've enjoyed this lovely time with you, Laura. <laughs> yeah, of course. Me too. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Yes, this has been wonderful, and I think we have a lot of gems out of this conversation. Love so, it. So, uh, before we go, um, of course, uh, if you could just tell us uh, where people can find you on the internet.
0: Yes. Yeah, so the best way to find me and connect with me would. Be Probably be through Instagram, um, and that is at Laura with Purpose. Um, yeah,
1: that's yes. the best way. <laughs> that is correct. And then you'll find links to everything. She has a little uh, link uh, tree there, right? So, yes. and all of the calls to actions are there. I'll also put this on the show notes. And yeah, so this was lovely. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you, and
0: thank you again. Thank you so much, Diana, for having me.
1: Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Hey there. Thank you for listening all the way through the end of this conversation. To check out the show notes, visit fentmedia.co. And if you love this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends and family. A little support goes a long way. I'm Diana Lopez, your host of Fent Show, the platform I created to elevate female entrepreneurs. Again, thank you for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers!